today is what what is today? The twenty seventh? The twenty seventh. Name one significant event that happened on June twenty seventh in all of the history of the of the human race. Shit. Uh Exactly. I know. Honestly, nothing happened on July twenty seventh. The June twenty seventh. This Almost. podcast. Honestly, hell yeah. All right, all right, uh, David. How are you doing on this fine afternoon? Well, for me, it's uh, pretty much <laughs> nighttime. So, how are you doing um, on this fine in the nighttime? Nighttime. <laughs> um, I'm I'm tired. I'm I'm gonna say I'm tired. Um. Looking forward to the start of the week. I'm actually looking forward to the start of the week, honestly. Um, there's gonna be a lot of work, yes, but it's gonna be like good work, you know. And I'm and I'm and I'm excited to get into a pace of things, and I'm excited to cook a bit more. I really want to make a good pork belly dish. Mm, those you render that fat and it like melts. Oh it. yeah. Oh yo, dude. Mm. I might actually do that tomorrow. I might coming coming home from work. I might pick up some spices from, from the local market. Um, I need some peppercorn, some cinnamon, some star anise. Uh, that's about it. Um, uh, today I, I accompanied Anna to, with um uh, with so there's this program at Harvard called host host families, where you can have a host family who lives like fam uh, this family that lives in Boston that kind of like takes you in and, and kind of like mentors you. Yeah, yeah. So she has a host mother named Tuni. And she's 82, rich as hell. Like, she's super rich. Yeah, yeah. She married, like, she married and was widowed three times in her life. <laughs> and, of mm -hmm. course, you know, so. Um, and she has, like, a house in Florida, a house up in Maine, and, like, an island. Um, yeah, yeah. Crazy stuff. And today, she just wanted to go get a drink with Anna, and Anna invited me as her plus one, I guess. How was it? And it was, it's... Uh, I had this instinct that it wouldn't go right because it, it was meant for Anna and Tuni to be together, you know, like a one-on-one -on -one sort of deal. And me being there, it, it felt, it felt like I was an imposter or like I, I was intruding onto something that I wasn't meant to be a part of, you know. Did you say you're an imposter? I'm just kidding. That was, oh that was an Among Us joke. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn, well, it's just, feels, it feels so long ahead. ago. Like this whole yeah. Among Us craze. Yeah, That's but it's so sticking long. around. That joke is like peaking right now. Sorry to, to get you off topic, but you just said imposter, and I don't know my mind. No, for sure. Yeah. Wild. Have, you, have you played it recently? Do you play? No, it but I would love to. It's a great game to play with like eight Friends people in a room, like everyone's back against a wall. Oh, like so physically, like, or, or just yes. a video game? No, you play. You play locally on like a LAN server. Oh, oh, and then you get to look okay. at everyone's face, and the faces change the game. <laughs> yeah yeah um but so so how was the the old lady what was her name again i'm sorry toonie toonie yeah toonie yeah did you like um, her no she she's a really nice person she loves talking about american history like i honestly think that you would have a great time with her really? she, she, she she took us all over boston and like described like oh yeah this is dorchester heights is where it's where like i forgot the i think general knox he brought in oh, okay. like, he, you know, because like the British were like were like holed up on on Boston Harbor, mm -hmm. and they kind of like snuck up on them and and fired cannon shots from Dorchester Heights, 
and that's how they that's how they evacuate that's how the british evacuated boston and then the u.s and the american troops took over boston and that's kind of like the turning one of the turning points of the war was retaking boston you know mm-hmm. and um she just talked about that but like um you know it was obvious that anna was there to to hopefully get some advice about the future you know but i don't think toonie was really up for that you know she didn't really offer too much help there but she did just love talking about history and giving us comments about this building that building her thoughts yeah. and yeah it's one of those conversations that you you don't feel like gets anywhere you know it, it like when kinda, like when winston was trying to discover things about the past and he talked to that old that old guy mm-hmm. who who's oh. old enough to like be before the before like when the capitalist ran the world you remember that and he was yeah. just like frustrated that he couldn't get the information he exactly, wanted because the exactly. old person was just off topic the entire time yeah yeah that's actually a good way to describe it but but it's not like Tooney was off topic she was like she had her own topics to talk about yeah yeah um and it, you know how i feel about like surface level talking right it, it doesn't feel energetic to be a part of hmm. and on top of that it was a really hot and humid day so that was kind of weird but um anna looked great um <laughs> and um it was just nice being around her you know it's just it, the, the whole she just i don't know it's she has a space around her that I just feel comfortable in yeah, and feel open about and just happy. Like regard if it were anyone else and I was like accompanying that, I would have felt like shit, you know, like I, I don't like feeling like an imposter in a conversation, you know, bruh, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm crewmate, man. I'm telling you, no, I'm kidding. But, um, but you know, okay. she, she, she really did liven up, that but simply by her presence and tonight we zoomed for a bit oh, i told you about this we zoomed for yeah, a bit. yeah she's really stressed about her project right now and um or her thesis her senior thesis mm-hmm. and that's been really rough on her but i don't know man i don't know i i scare myself sometimes with the thoughts of being with her for a really long time you know yeah yeah no, she, does, she does she does she does make it all seem very possible, you know. Yeah, yeah. But it's just that fear, of, like waking up one day and be like, maybe that's not it, you know. That's scary to think about. That that's that is very thing. scary. Like coming to a realization later and later in life that maybe this wasn't the one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. What a terrifying I, I, thought. Yes, I'm fully aware, Cal. Thank you. <laughs> there, but there will be a day where you just will know. What do you mean? That's what everyone says. You don't get married until you know. Then don't get married. Right? Know what? Know that this is the one. For life. How long do you think you can say... Like, how long do you have to be together with someone before you can say that with confidence? You'll just know one day. I don't know. Some For some people, it's like a month into dating and for some people maybe it's like years and years and years i have no idea i mean my my mom and dad met each other almost broke up 
like multiple times. And my mom had a real problem with my dad's anger issues. And then uh, a, a year later, uh, like after having a rocky relationship, just solid all of a sudden. And my parents are in love. It's it's amazing to see. So, the, you know, just just play it by ear. And then I think I think you truly will have a day where you you really do realize that like you're comfortable with the fact that you'll be with this person for the rest of your life without any like intrusive thoughts mm. and, and scary thoughts like coming in. What do you mean scary thoughts? Scary thoughts is in like, I'll never be with anybody else. Like this is it. Like this is the only person that oh. thought can be taken either way. That thought can be comfortable. Like, wow, this is the only person. Like, that's nice. Or that thought can be like, oh, this is the only person. Like, that's terrifying. Mm -hmm. Have you felt both? Oh, yeah. I've been all over the place. Like, beyond all over the place. There's some days where I'm just certain. Like, I mean, not certain, but there's some days where I just, I do just like look to the future and I'm like, hmm, this would be nice. So it really would be nice. Mm. But there's some days where I'm like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> like, I, there's absolutely no way I would ever get married. So. And I think marriage is also just extremely unnatural. For, for To put like a human in that situation. Mm. I, don't, I don't think our brains are built for marriage. And I think that's obvious because 50% of marriages end in divorce. Um. So yeah, I mean it's it's hard. Like marriage isn't natural. I mean you're doing something extremely unnatural, and like you really have to be on your on your A game for that. And I would recommend both people in a relationship have a therapist. <laughs> yeah, honestly, but like the thing is, I'm perfectly. I'm I'm honestly like looking into myself. I'm perfectly fine. In fact, ecstatic about the idea of just this this being like the one person mm. I, I live the rest of my life. But my fear is more of the fear that like I don't know if I'm fully in control of my brain, just like how everyone feels, right? And then the fear is that one day you wake up and things have changed without you really realizing. You know, like like it, the thing is, I'm scared because I felt that thought of the this is the one, you know. But then I don't know, like, dude, I'm fucking 18. Like, I, I, that's so fucking stupid to think about. Like, god damn it, I'm still 18. Yeah, we're teenagers. And I'm just, oh, damn it. I mean, you put it that way too, shit. But, like, that's so depressing, you know? And how, why, how could I, how could I be so selfish to say that, like, oh, I've turned 18 and I've already found the person I, I want to be with her? Like, I feel like it's just too good to be true, you know? And I, I'm, I'm like, I, I want to think of myself as, you know, pretty mature for my age. But like the things that have happened over the past few months, like me breaking down at the thought of, well, at the thought of not knowing whether she, you know, what her feelings are and you, you being there the whole time to witness that, like that, that showed me, that showed you and me just how not mature I am just yet. And that, that makes me worry about you know how valid on my feelings are my feelings are you know yeah i mean but i think that's what dating is for 
I think that's what that's well that's why there's this that's why there's this thing before marriage. That's why you you you're with a person for years before you decide. I I mean I I think do you have like a are you trying to get married in the next year or something? Like Jesus. No, 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 no. But I also don't want to see Anna as like a stepping stone. It's like, oh I'll date her and I'll learn from her and then Yeah, of course not. Fuck that. Like that's how my parents always talk. Too. Really? And I get I always get frustrated with it. They're always like, you know, like like that's what dating's for, just to learn, to learn. And I'm like yeah, it's, it's I'm not using people to learn, no. Uh again, that's like just not how relationships work. You know? Like we've we've learned that is that like there shouldn't you shouldn't be like just doing it to gain something. It's just so unusual <laughs> like that people even think that way. But um yeah i think just again take it by take it by day by day i mean i tell you that every time you bring up these like thoughts and i hope that doesn't like bother you no no it doesn't no for sure Uh, but i just don't think i just don't think that thought is helpful and my therapist and i have been talking a lot about like helpful thoughts and what thoughts aren't helpful um and you're thinking about a problem that doesn't exist yet Mm. and also probably won't exist and in that case you can just do away with it it doesn't help you mm. if, if it doesn't if it doesn't help you then what's the point you can just let go that's what that's what thoughts are for is that if they are intrusive and if they aren't helpful then just move on just label <laughs> it as what it is it's is a thought and uh it doesn't really do any good for for you or anna right yeah no for sure that's thanks man I, I i really need to hear that yeah um damn thank you but otherwise yeah it's 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 feeling great and i yeah i've been i played tennis today as well and um i was popping off with the forehand and my backhand's still ass um but my my forehand's popping off oh yeah um so yeah, overall good. I'm I'm feeling good. Tired, spent, but knowing that I'll be able to put more into the bank is is kind of like the the vibe so far. I like that. Yeah, for sure. So, man, I miss playing tennis with you. Jeez, I know <sighs> that was like just always something we could we could do. Like whenever we were bored, like let's just oh, go hit. hit. And it's exactly. always a great time. Yeah. yeah, and we discovered the pouring water on one's body way too late. Like, shit, that felt liberating. Bro, and I, we would have done that, like, at Merced High School. Like, why didn't we do shirtless practices? <laughs> I mean, is that is that... I mean, every other sport can just take their shirt off. Like, why can't tennis yeah, just Yeah, I mean, swimming is right, right next to the course, and yeah. we're in Speedos, you know? That would have been amazing, but whatever. Yeah. What if? What if? Yeah. Yeah, we would have just always like took taken one court and fucking go ham, and like just just sweat it all out during practice. Shit, dude! Imagine me and you playing doubles against our kids, dude. Oh my god, (laughs) teach them a lesson and shit, dude. I don't know. Our kids are going to be good at something. I don't know what it is yet, and I'm not going <laughs> to decide that for them. But they're going to be really good at something. I can tell. Really? What gives you? What gives you off that vibe? I, well, I feel like I I'm really going to like teach. Like I I hope they they want to learn because like I want to teach a a kid 
you know yeah. and like and it, whatever the fuck they want to get into i'm now the expert like if they're into baseball i'm into baseball you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> if, if they're into piano i'm into Whoa. piano like yeah, I'll, I'll learn what i need to learn and then and then i'm gonna make sure that they're that they've got the resources they need because i've always wanted that man like not to like hit like say bad things about my parents but and if i was like into something they'd be like okay just go do it you know right i mean my dad was good at soccer and i was never into it so i never really got any help from my parents mm. yeah, yeah yeah i mean it's gonna be like for me this like gonna be trying to find that right balance between like being there for your kid and not being like that one dad that's like fucking ever at every practice and every yeah, that, game like always oh, trying to like impose on their kids yeah yeah yeah, my my dad got like that towards the end in tennis for some reason. But oh, interesting, weird, right? Um, yeah, but besides uh, besides that, David, what else is going on? Um, I'm really trying to think. Not not too much, you know. I mean, I guess there's like this lingering thought that I should be out more. You know talking to people, meeting new people, but honestly, I'm not even worried about that anymore. Like it's fine. I. I have good friends. Oh yeah, you know connections. I, I may not have like a really close person to hang out with yet, besides Anna. But I guess that's all I really do need. Anna, there's, she's she's there for me, you know, and I'm I'm hopefully there for her. So honestly, that's that's really all I have. So I I I'd love to turn it over to you, Cal. I mean, it's been a few days. Hasn't yeah. at least been ten days, so that's good. But <clears throat> um, since we've last spoke, I'm sure stuff has stuff needs updating yeah um okay so i had julius and max over right yeah and we talked about max of course so. yeah yeah and, and and um it was it was nice to have him over not gonna lie like the first day was great first day was fantastic oh did you, did um, you cook for them oh say it again did you cook for them yeah i cooked for them hey. well, I was, that was the one thing that bothered me was i was kind of like their mom the whole time because they're oh. two kind of like take care of me kind of people do you ever yeah. do you ever hang out with people who just want to be taken care of? I think we talked about this, did we? Yeah, yeah honestly. I mean, not going to lie, one of my roommates is kind of like that, and it's kind of getting out of hand. Yeah, yeah. And I personally don't like that. I personally like living with people who can take their care of themselves, and we can both, like Jenna's great in that, like, oh, yeah, um, she cooks, I cook, and we have fun in the kitchen. And um, But, yeah, I, I personally don't like that, like this kind of dependence. You know. Yes, yes, and and it's what, just how bad is it? Oh no, Julius has it so bad that I don't think he'll ever move out. I'm not oh, even kidding. Shit. Like, well, his his mom is like the general of his house, and and she cooks for everyone. She orders everyone around. She plans everyone's life. Like, she does everything for everyone in that house, and he kind of just is along for the ride, and that's how he approaches life, and. Anytime he hangs out in a group of people, he looks for a mom figure, basically. And to, when he hang out with, when he hung out with Max and I, I was mom. All right, <laughs> like there's no other way to put it. It was kind of annoying. So right. first and foremost, first and foremost, they they get there. I had to plan the whole thing. First off, I came up with the idea to go to the museum. I had to teach them how to use Bart. I had to pick the place to eat. I had to cook them lunch, or else like. I couldn't afford to eat out, right? Right. So I was like, I guess we're cooking, right? 
So cooked everyone lunch, cooked everyone breakfast the first day. Took everyone to the Museum of Modern Art, showed them around. And, and it's just simple things like I, I like I have to decide what floor we go to for some reason. Like it's just every every time there's uh like a period of lull where we're just standing around, their heads turn to me. And they're like, Well, what should we do? Mm. And I'm like, you do whatever you want. Like sometimes I just want to follow somebody around. Like it's annoying. Um anyways, that was really like frustrating me. And then and then I got home. <sighs> I had to uh Make them their, like their little beds because I didn't want them sleeping on the floor. That's just, I mean, that's not, I'm not complaining about that. I wouldn't want yeah, my friends yeah, to sleep on sure. the floor. Uh, but then the next morning, I have to wake up at five and work because, again, this isn't a vacation for me. This is just like a day in the life and people are over, mm. right? I still had homework and I still had to go to work. So I wake up at 5 a.m. to go to work, get to work. They're still asleep. They don't even wake up until 10. Mm, and I get, I get home from work at eleven, and so they're just they're just waking up, and I already put in a five hour shift. <laughs> oh, and uh, and you know what the first thing Julia says to me when I walk in? Mm. When are you making breakfast? Jeez. Yeah, like, that's I I really don't like that. Sorry, I that one gets no, on my nerves. Like it, it it killed me because I I had already been up since five, and I and I don't have to do that shit for anybody. Like. Yeah, I don't. But, um, but I I just cooked. I I literally made the most pathetic breakfast there ever was, and then I made myself like this godlike. <laughs> well, what, what, what was it? Uh, it was uh, huevos rancheros uh, with with protein pancakes and and uh, authentic Wisconsin maple syrup on top, and and what you do is you get your your Trader Joe's pico. You hit it with some cumin and some oil that's like screaming hot, and it bring it like blooms the flavors of the mm. salsa. So it's not just like some disgusting uh, store bought salsa. It like makes it restaurant level, in my opinion. And then some black beans and some fried eggs on a tortilla. It was delicious. Um, and I gave them a tortilla and two eggs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> because I'm like, dude, I can't like be making gourmet level meals. Uh, yeah, that just, you know, got on my nerves a little bit. But, but, um, yeah, we went back to San Francisco and oh, it was okay. just not a good time because I really like my, the whole sun thing kind of just like seeped in that day for some reason. Like, I just really didn't like the way the world looked that day. Um, and I was running low on money, honestly. Like, I, I have a budget for the week and I was pushing it already. And then, like, they just like, they like spending. They just like spending money, and I just can't do it. Like, yeah, that's a problem I have. Um, yeah, we took the bus around. It wasn't fun at all, and Max was complaining, and Julius was complaining the whole time. But uh, basically, that's that. That's what it was. It, it was. It was. There was some fun parts, but there was also some just terrible parts. And it was Max's birthday yesterday. Did you know that? David. No, I'm not. I'm not. Oh, shit. You were. A bit? Fuck. My bad, man. I, I am being kind dude, of boring, though. I don't really have No, any, no, no. Like... Holy shit, dude. I was literally... Dude, I just... I just dreamed... I, I know you were. Holy fuck. Wait, no, this is crazy. No, I, look. <laughs> the thing is, I'm not even tired right now. 
I literally just dreamed of a conversation. I was having a conversation with you. Stop. What the fuck? No. So wait, yeah. So you said so you said you you made two two eggs with, um, yes, two eggs with uh fucking tortillas, Tortilla. right? Yeah. And then I thought I said, what kind of tortillas did you make? And I was like, oh, you said wheat. I was like, oh, well, have you tried like the uh the the other type? Is like it's like really white and stuff. And it's like I have no idea what you're fucking talking about. And I was talking about Costco, like how they sell bulk. Bro, what the fuck? What? Yo, that is so fucking wild. And then I, I guess I woke up from that conversation. I was still talking about Costco. And then, and then, and then this, what the, this is so fucking weird. I'm not even tired right now. That's the thing. Huh. Well, I don't know. I, and honestly, not, not interesting at all though. Like the whole Max and Julius thing. I just wanted to. No, it's all, it's all, oh fuck. Like I can feel how uh, that feels really, uh, I don't like that. Like it's, it, it reminds me of kind of my situation. Mm. but it's not like food or anything it's like cleaning like that's the thing that i really really pisses me off you know it's like yeah yeah um here's what i do want to talk about before because i know you are tired and (laughs) i understand but but and you don't have to say you're not or something Uh because but this is what i do want to talk about i don't even give a shit about the whole max and julius thing i just wanted to brief you on that yeah what i wanted to talk about was what my therapist talked about with me yesterday oh okay she She's like willing to diagnose me now. I didn't even know she was planning to do this. I thought she was just like someone I could vent to. But she told me when I got into the session, like, hey, you're on your 10th session. Like, you know, that means like we're going to. She's like, I have kind of like an idea of what's going on with you. Oh, wow. It takes 10. And I said, yeah, about 10 sessions is what she normally does. Mm. Sometimes it's a little less, sometimes it's more. But she says she has an idea of what's going on with me. And I was like, great. Well, let's talk about it. And she thinks that I have this thing called pure OCD. Oh. I know. And I, and I, at first I was like, dude, I do not have OCD. Like, I disagree before I even let her explain herself. But, but then it makes perfect fucking sense. And I, I've been applying the techniques she has um, for people with pure OCD. And today was like amazing. Without all the compulsions and like all the obsessing like i don't know if you've ever seen me touch my hair yes i ha- i've noticed that a lot actually <laughs> whenever you, whenever that's a, whenever that's pure, that's a that's a part of pure ocd mm. is is i have an obsession and i have a compulsion obsessive compulsive disorder and i have tons of them and and pure ocd uh, specifically pairs up with existential anxiety uh and here's here's a here's an example of existential uh anxiety it's like every day before i go to bed i think about uh growing older i think about my parents dying i think about i have an endless list of fears i have for the future and i just my mind goes through them every single night and then like i go to bed stressed out and sad um and it, it also plays into the the seasonal depression right because i just became obsessive over it um mm. and i do obsess over a lot of things like constantly like anytime um i feel terrible i obsess over it and i need to find a solution and i try to like find the compulsion to solve that problem like when my hair's bad i have a compulsion fix it yeah. a certain way does that make sense yeah um yeah it, it does it does make a lot of sense and i'm not 
I know I feel like I diagnose myself on here every other fucking day. <laughs> but, um, so I probably lost all credibility, but seriously, like it makes sense. I don't know. I mean, and, and here's the thing, like this is like there's no medicine for this. It's just good to know that like there's a word for it. So now when I start going down that alleyway, I can just say, Oh, that's OCD. Let me just let me just move on. Like, does that make sense? Like yeah. when I when I go to bed tonight, instead of thinking about all the terrible things that are going to happen to me in the future, I can just say, "Oh, that's my OCD." I'm going to go think about something else now. <laughs> I mean, it's you can say it, but like I'm sure it'll be tough to do it in practice. No, believe it or not, it works. Like this whole day, like anytime my mind starts going crazy wild, I kind of just go like, "This isn't real. Like this is just OCD. Like why am I worried about what the fuck's going to happen to me when I'm 80 years old?" Mm. like that's not right now and it's it's honestly pretty easy to, it, it, but it wasn't when there wasn't a word because i kind of gave these thoughts um validity yeah validity and this word kind of breaks them down um in a way but yeah i just found that really interesting um and then one last thing uh nam june pike oh yeah the fucking Bro, okay. Is it is it like a is it like a like a sculpture exhibit, like something that you can walk into, or is it? Uh, so it's an entire floor of the museum, basically. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, and it's it's incredible, David. Like the first at first, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Um, <laughs> and it was just like the first piece of art was just a VHS with a picture of him on it, and I was like, "This is pretty. This is pretty pathetic." And but then I read the description, I was like. This was his first piece of art. And the the exhibit is in chronological order. So you can see how like progressively insane his art became over time and how like ambitious his projects got. And like the, his first project was literally just a video of him playing over and over again on a VHS TV. And then his second project was five TVs hooked up to a hooked up to a camera and uh it's literally just a picture of an egg displayed on all the TVs. <laughs> what but the you can f- wave your hand in front of the camera and all the TVs, like, it's like a live feed. Oh, Just oh, okay. f- playing forever. You get, you get me? Mm. Um, and then, and then he, like, I walked into another room and it's like an entire forest with VHS TVs playing the weirdest fucking videos I've ever seen in my life. Like, this guy... It's not about the TVs in the forest. It's about what's playing on these, on these TVs. Mm. Like you have to, you have to come to the San Francisco Museum to, to see what's playing on these TVs. Like it's incredible. I don't know if you've ever seen the Eric Andre show. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah it's like that, but times ten. What? Yes. Is it mainly with people in it, or could it also just be like random ass objects with with people in it, with not people? Like there was, I don't know if I told you, but there was a girl who was like on a talk show and she like was talking just like almost in gibberish, but like occasionally she would say something that was like actually coherent. And then she grabbed a, she grabbed a cello that was like a green screen cello. And on the green screen was just a guy chewing bubble gum. So she was like playing a cello that had a video of a guy playing bubble gum on it. And she started playing like this, the most beautiful cello piece that I feel like I ever heard in my life. And then it just suddenly cut to a goat getting sacrificed with like distorted music playing over it. And it just keeps going. Like it's like these three hour insane videos. Um, 
I don't know. For it just does it for me. Like for a lot of people, they'd watch that and be like, "That's the stupidest shit I've ever seen in my life." But well, it's my kind it, of art. How did it speak to you? You know, was it just like fascinating in and of itself, or did it have it like a message? You think? Oh, of course, it had a message. But but I just love bizarre things. Mm. Like that's like my like I'm just attracted to that type of art. Like when it's just I, I hate seeing something that I've just seen before. And it's just so refreshing to get like blown away and like you're just truly like, what? <laughs> like I, I I haven't had a what moment in a while. Right, right. You know? And I think it's because my expectations were so low. Oh, okay. And that and see, I think that's the thing with museums. It's like it's so easy to go in with high expectations and absolutely get crushed. Yeah. But it's good to feel that way. It's good to feel like, oh, okay, I'm not expecting too much. And then you absolutely get blown away. I think I should do that when I go to museums now. Like it's just don't expect anything and yeah. yeah yeah um so please i don't know when you're when when do you think the soonest you're gonna be in california probably late august actually we're doing it then <laughs> i bet <laughs> honestly I, I really want i really want to go to a museum with like someone who enjoy i've gone to museums before but with people who don't really like yeah oh my god you know, enjoy it you know and it's yeah. like it ruins kind of your experience too when i was with there with julius i don't know he's not oh. into it you know yeah i mean like I feel like you'd be the perfect museum partner. Like that would be like if I could go to a museum with anyone, it would be David Chen for <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely, definitely. But um, yeah, and it's free for students, right? Any student? Yeah, I think so. I'll do. I'll do some more research on that. Okay. Did Julius and Max get in for free? Because yeah, they did. They did. Mm. There's also like an under eighteen one as well. Oh. And they, oh, and they okay. don't. They don't check for ID. Like basically. It was 18 and under, so you'll be good, right? When's your birthday? July 14th, so I'll be... I'll oh, be fuck. Honestly, though, who's tripping? It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. I'm sure. But 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 I I don't think they even check. Like, oh, okay. As long as you're not, like... I mean, I you're 18 passing. ID. Yeah. Okay, I, yeah, I that works, too. I do <laughs> so, yeah. That, yeah, that's yeah, no yeah. Worries. Uh, definitely worth a 20 either way, though. And, and they have, like, a giant, a giant wall with just plants on it. Like, I, I don't oh, even know what? how they made it. <laughs> oh, yeah. What? yeah, and it's been it's been alive since like the '60s when it was first built. Mm, yeah, it's really cool. Um, I'd love you to come. And then and like seeing a Rothko for the first time, oh, I've always yeah. judged them. Uh, and then when I when I literally walked into the room, I was like, "Well, where's the Rothko?" I asked the security guard, <laughs> and I was facing the other the the wall, mm-hmm. um, uh, parallel to it, and she was like, turn around. And I literally turned around expecting like just a little fucking tiny painting of like two colors. Uh-huh. And I turn around and it's just this massive 50 foot canvas of oh like this, God. of these two like disgusting colors, like contrasting off each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, I, it got like a deep emotional response out of me. Seriously. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like Rothko paintings do that. Yeah. Like, oh my God. I, I, yeah. Oh man, I really want to go and holy fuck, that's my, one of my big things in life. Is like I really want to go see a Rothko painting in person. You know. Yeah. You know. You know. There's one uh, museum that has like four of them in one room, and it's called the Rothko Room. Which one is this? I have no idea, but it's like if you look up Rothko Room, it's like people stay in it for like six hours or something insane. Jeez. Yeah. Um. That's amazing. Yeah. No. Hell yeah, man. I'm hella down. Sounds good, yeah. And, and I'm uh it's the Phillips collection. I don't even know where this is. Uh 
Chloroma? Chloroma? <laughs> I have no idea. Wait, let me zoom out. And then I'll... Washington, D.C. is where the Rothko room is. That's not too far from you, right? No, I don't think so. so you're only like four states away? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, California represents like multiple states in terms of sizes, so... That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Good shit, man. That was a weird thing, man. I swear. That was a whole ass conversation I got had with you, but I just, I was in dream mode. I don't know. The but human brain. The human brain, man. I'm telling you. But that's good. I'm I'm glad you, you have like this, this, this inkling of a diagnosis. You know, that's, it's good to be able to add a label to it. You know, when you, when it's unidentifiable, it's the scary part. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But like yeah, and it, yeah, yeah, and I'm not like saying like, well, time for medication or something, but I'm yeah, just no. saying that it's like, I'm great to have a word. That's how simple this is, really. Yeah, yeah. Um. <sighs> all right, I'll call it a day. I I don't know. I felt really, you know, the last like five episodes, I just felt like I'm just fucking like the most uninteresting person in the world. <laughs> no, that's not your fault, man. I'm gonna do no. And it's not, it's not like, I seriously though, like we're, I'm, 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 this is an outsider looking in, like uh-huh. I am not, I haven't been that interesting. Like, I feel like I come on here and I really do talk about the same shit every single fucking time. And, and it's not even like the interesting same shit every time. And, and I think it's because I just haven't been, I, I just haven't been curious and I think it shows. Yeah. Cal, um. I, I'm, I had to break it to you, but I think it's the OCD kicking in again, man, because no, <laughs> you, you went to a fucking museum, talked about talked about Namjoon Pike. Wait, Namjoon Pike? Is it? Yeah, Namjoon Pike. Like, Namjoon Pike was like, I re- I remember reading a, a, about, up about him on, on the Cathon, too. Like, dude, this is some interesting shit, man. Like, first of all, here's the thing. The fact that you're an enjoyer of this type of art is it's truly, first of all, rare, you know, especially for people of our age. Like, I feel like, I feel like our generation is just, doesn't have the mental capacity to sit down and really dig into like a piece of artwork that requires the level of thinking, such as Namjoon Pike's work, you know, especially like mm. the installations, you know, those like installation level art. Yeah, you can't just like, it's not like a TikTok that you can just take 15 seconds out and be like, okay, yeah, I bet. You know, like this is some, this is something rare to be able to enjoy something like this in, yeah, with yeah. this level of depth. Thank so. you. But but you know what I just fucking found out, bro? What? I, I just did research on Namjoon Pike. Uh-huh. And and thank you. I was listening to you. But yeah, yeah. He I thought the girl was playing a cello with a green screen on it. Uh-huh. No, he made a cello out of TVs. And she was playing the cello made out of TVs. <laughs> you can look it up right now. Look up Nanjun Pike cello. And it's a fully functioning cello. Cello TV. Oh my god. Oh, holy shit. Oh my god. Wait, this is real. No, like on the video, it looked like a green screen because they just didn't oh. like, because I didn't see any of the clear bits oh, and my brain just couldn't, my brain couldn't comprehend that that was a real thing. Right. If that makes sense. 
Um, God damn. So it's an electric cello. Yeah. It has to be. There's no way there's acoustics there. Yeah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, pretty, pretty cool. I don't know. To me, that just blows me away for some yeah. reason. And and that's the type of thing that should, you know, like, that, yeah. Like, I, I don't, I, I really don't get where you're, you're seeing this not interesting thing. Like, what the fuck? Like, a fucking TV cello, man. This is what's coming up on the podcast. <laughs> Dude, next podcast though, like I'm gonna be better. Just you'll no. you'll you'll yeah. you'll oh, sense yeah. a change, but in a good way. Okay, okay, that sounds good. Seriously, but just know that like it's you're not you're not like this is not in the wrong. You know, like sure, I'm I'm totally fine for you being being you know trying new stuff, but that do, that doesn't mean like what you're doing now is wrong. Okay, so mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. keep that in mind. And and, and just just cello, man, like. Bro, <laughs> And right, right before I go, I just want to like, do you have any tips for boredom? Because like, dude, I was really bored today and I just don't know. Like I was bored doing the things that like are productive, you know, like I was bored doing the good things. Mm. Like, what do you do when you're bored doing the good things? I always have a backup plan, you know, whether it's reading, like like this book that's so interesting on like the existential stuff, just like finding good, but... I mean, I can recommend you a few. Like, I guarantee you that will just like encompass you for a while. Like, in case you just have those like moments where you just want to think, right? Get your brain juices flowing again. Yeah. You know, one of them is for 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 you especially. It might work out. Is poor economics. Um. Yeah, it's just called poor economics. I have it right. I see it right in front of me. A radical rethinking mm-hmm. of the way to fight global poverty by. Um, Banerjee and Esther Buff Dufflo. I'm gonna take yeah, a picture yeah. of it for you. But dude, it is it like they tell a story like behind like by behind the research of how and and you like this behind the personal anecdotes that illuminates the lives of the 865 million people who live on less than a dollar a day. So yeah, here it is. I'm taking a picture for you. There's one I can send you a, a lot. <laughs> Um, okay good yeah because my book game my book game is trash right now yeah that, that like in a people's history can only do it's like no again it's after the books a while that you want to read not the books that you should read remember that okay books that you want to read that's the only yeah thing that's wrong yeah, yeah okay and there's another one that's I'll, I'll recommend if that one doesn't work it doesn't it might not you know it seriously might not um but there's another one called how we die <laughs> that one's that one's pretty deep um how we die pause for one second one second yeah for sure okay okay literally sounded like my house was gonna collapse but it's just the people upstairs are like doing something insane oh like they're probably like dancing around or something oh okay okay i have no idea but it i was like i thought there were people in my in my bottom floor right now. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Time to go fight. <laughs> but <laughs> no, we're good. Um, so poor economics and then what was uh, how to die? How we die. Um, reflections on life's final chapter. You see it? Yeah, yeah. By Sherwin yeah, exactly. B. Nolan. Yeah. For sure. Okay, I saved both of them. Sounds good. And hey, if either of those don't work out, I'm going to keep sending you one until one hits, you know? Sounds good. Sounds good. <sighs> okay. All right. Good shit, man. Good shit. 
Um, I'll see you soon. And again, you could be different, sure, but you always are. So, <laughs> okay, that's okay. the point, you know. All right, all right. <clears throat> Thank you, David. Um, I will talk to you soon. For sure, for sure. This is how David and Cal felt Monday, Sunday, June 27th, 2021.